here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 105.5 FM in Tabazimbi. We decided to touch base with our frontline workers, our medical staff, and, and see how they're doing. It's been a lot. The reports coming through, news reports are not looking good. So it's important to go on the ground and find out from people who are on the ground, what's it like? What's it like being a frontline worker at the moment? Particularly those who are, no, let me fact, let me not say that because I think we, we, we have this habit of always looking to government to make mistakes. In fact, I am also hearing that uh, the private sector is also making some major mistakes. So some other private hospitals are also not really covered in glory at the moment. So I rephrase that and say, well, we are looking at all healthcare workers. Dr. Samantha Govinda is a pediatrician, but she is in a public hospital. I just want to find out how she's doing. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, Dr. Govinda. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Pamela. So you, I'm not going to say what hospital you're at, but you're in KZN. What's your experience yeah. been like? Um, from my experience with regard to the pandemic, mm-hmm. I think for me, being in the institution that I'm currently am has mm-hmm. um, been a great advantage. Mm-hmm. Because we had a great team with excellent leadership and staff support um, that actually drove the project. Because once we heard of COVID at the beginning of the year, uh, we had created a task team that had sat and had many conversations and meetings regarding how can we plan for this pandemic, how can we rearrange the ward, how can we... Um, educate and equip our staff to protect themselves at work as well as protecting them when they go home and just offering that support. And I think that made a big difference for us here on the ground level uh, because it helped us mentally, physically and emotionally uh, to get through from the beginning to where we are now. <laughs> so I think that for me, being at this institution, and in, which is General Justice, Zenga and Panza Regional Hospital, it made a huge difference because from the beginning get go, we had that leadership and that group of individuals that played a vital role in getting us here where we are today. What, what, what do you boil it down to? Is it, is it leadership? I think it's a great team. It's a team of individuals mm. that come together for the betterment of the patients and for the staff. Mm. And I think that every member in the team played a vital role um, because we played out many different roles and many different scenarios. And once you act out these scenarios, you realize, oh, okay, I did not think about this. Maybe I should have thought about it. And, you know, those things made a good um, uh, way forward for us to build that ward or our capacity to be where we are now because we've grown from the beginning to where we are now, and that made a big difference. The staff is a little bit more comfortable. They are a bit more calmer. And knowing that everyone is in this together made a huge difference for everybody. It's so interesting because what we're hearing is that you're not getting, um, you know, adequate supply of PPEs and support and all of that. And you're saying to me that you, as a team, you've managed to, to come together and make things happen. Does it mean that you've had to go outside of the norm to make things happen? In other words, you've, you've had to rely on yourselves rather than government supplying some material, for instance? Um, Look, I can say that we've had a lot of supplies, a lot of donations. 
a lot of things that came through. But I also say as an individual, sometimes you need to go the extra mile to protect yourself. So we were given enough PPE. We were supported. Up till this day, we have PPE. We've been given the protection where to use for us. So I don't see us going outside of our current institution at times asking for help. You know what's interesting is that um, you weren't comfortable telling us what hospital it is, and and yet you have all these wonderful things to say. I'm just curious. Don't tell me what hospital it is, but why is it that you feel that you wouldn't want to, you know, glorify the hospital and say, well, we've done well, and this is who we are? Um, it's it's not about that at the end of the day. I just feel like. Sometimes you need to give credit where it is. And I did mention the name of the hospital just now. Um, and I feel like I, the support that we got from the, from the higher authority to where we are now, it's an ongoing support. It's never once did we say, you know what, we didn't get that support from our leadership. Hmm. You've got, you've got another, a wonderful initiative um, and a campaign that you're working on uh, with your team. Tell us about that. So I actually sit on the steering committee for Patch SA, it's mm-hmm. palliative treatment for the children of South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very passionate about uh, pediatric palliative care. Mm-hmm. Um, in a little nutshell, uh, pediatric palliative care is mm-hmm. for children who have um, life-limiting or life-threatening mm-hmm. illnesses. These are the vulnerable population of our children who really need the support and they need the holistic biopsychosocial care that we don't only focus on the child itself, but we look at the entire family domain and how we can support them aiming to achieve a good quality of life for that child as well as for that family. Mm. How do we support you, um, Samantha? How do we get involved and support your, your initiative? So at the moment, we are running a big campaign and we're trying to get a big campaign off the ground. It's called Hats On for Children's Palliative Care, Mm -hmm. which is commemorated on the 9th of October. Uh, Should people require more information, they can go to our website page, which is patchsa.org, where there's a whole host of information that is put on the website page where our community and our people can assist us. We are trying to drive two projects to raise funds for the betterment of the children, one of which is like a mad hatter's tea party that we want to try and do, and like an online virtual tea party, as well as a charity challenge where we want our community and our people to wear a funky hat or a glamorous hat or a chic hat where they would enter the competition and their prizes to be won. And all the money that is raised will go towards the children. The reason why we say a hat, I say a hat is because I can be a doctor, Mm -hmm. but I can be a mother, Mm -hmm. I can be a nurse, I can be a social worker. Mm -hmm. So everybody plays a different role. That is the symbolism of the hat that we say. And it's a a fun initiative. So we would like for our community to assist us. It's a lovely one. So it's patchsa.co.za. No, it's, it's, it's patchsa.org. Dot org. Okay. Appreciate that. Thank you very, very much, um, Dr. Govinda. And thank you for your story. Thank you for sharing your story and your lived experience with us. Thank you. 
Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure, Dr. Samantha Govinda, who is a pediatrician at a public hospital, and she was sharing her story. I mean, it, it was a pleasant experience um, from you know listening to her because she she seems to feel that they're okay and they're doing fine. In fact, they're doing great, and I think that's a wonderful story to share. So um, the campaign that she was just telling us about it's Patch S A. It's P A T C H S A dot gov. Patch S A dot gov.